Calgary football fans. This is your quarterback, the Bo Show with Bo Levi Mitchell on Sportsnet 960. Brought to you by SML Entertainment. Welcome to the Bo Show. We've uh, we've got a new musical guest in the back. Trying to uh, trying to let him know. Will knows. Everybody's been on the keys. Knows that you got to play good music whenever I come on. That's right. Um, I told him right before, Joe. Like, you got to be careful. If it's not good, yeah. quarterback might walk out. Show might be a little short. <laughs> I had like three seconds of notice here, yeah. so I'll try better. Oh, for, the for next one. one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. Baseball, man. You got to go one for three. You've that's got right. Hall of Famer. You've got Hall of Famer, yeah, baby. You got a chance. You got two more chances. Uh, but yeah, we've got a we got a full show today. We have got a full house today in here. Uh, so you'll hear a couple different voices, um, which is good. I have some questions I want some opinions on. Um, first off, we'll, we'll we'll skip CFL first of all. Let's go straight to baseball. I heard you guys talking about it. Um, so let's let's go ahead and talk about. I mean, we're getting close to the end of the season right here. Let's hear let's hear our predictions. I want them on record Ooh. before playoffs. Have no no googling. <laughs> they instantly go to the computers. Like, oh shoot. Uh, no, I just want to look at the standings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's just pick whoever's second or third. Easy. <laughs> Whatever you ask me, it's going to be Boston Red Sox. So, go ahead. Well, yeah. Well, I I, I want to hear it right now. It's who who do you think wins the World Series right now? This second. Yeah. Boston Red Sox. I think their uh, lineup offensively is way too deep. Um, I know there's some concerns with Chris Sale's health right now. David Price in the playoffs is always a complete question a mark. Suspect, yeah. Um, but I just look at how they play. In that ballpark, and the fact that they can just outscore you, um, I like them a lot. Sox over the Cubs in the World Series. I don't think Sales hurt. I think they're just resting him. I think they feel they've won the division already. Just gonna let him sit for a month so he's fresh for the playoffs. Yeah, Sox. Nice. I'm gonna go down south to uh, Houston Astros. They got the. Oh, that's, that's what I'm talking about, that. boys. Yeah. That's that. You know what? The, you know what they call that, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah. They they call that playing to your audience. <laughs> Maybe That's a little. Maybe about. a little. If somebody didn't pick Houston, Bo was leaving. The oh, music said that. No one's picking Houston. Over oh, that two. Heading down to a different radio station. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to Astros because I'm a homer. Um, who, are mean, they, who are they beating then in, in the World Series? Oh, uh, oh, man. They've won six in a row or something right whoever, now, right? Whoever lines yeah, up six here. in a row right now. And that's important because, honestly... Before I can even talk about winning the World Series, I'm worried about us winning the division right now. And it was looking sketchy there for a while. Man, so every year, check this out, every year me and Mark Mueller, running backs coach, have a bet, and it's just for one coffee, and it's the season series Astros versus uh, the A's. No way. Yeah, because he's a huge A's fan. The trash talk must have been hot this last oh, couple last, weeks. So last year was... Boost the boost the prizes for this series? Then? Yeah, we should. The last couple of years have been... You know. No wonder it's a cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then this year, all of a sudden, you he know, was all over you, I'm sure. Break, he's yeah. like, I, I kind of stopped. Honestly, all star break, I kind of stopped paying attention to it. So I wasn't worried about it. And all of a sudden, I get back from <laughs> uh, from bye week, and he's like, you see the A's? And I was like, no, of course I didn't see the A's. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, we're two games back. And I was like, of who? <laughs> like, wild card? That's Texas? Great. Yeah. Great, yeah. He's like, of you. And I was like, no. And I pull my phone up. And I'm like, oh, man. Go through the... Like last ten, we're like two and eight in the last ten games. After the All Star break, we're like below five hundred, and I was like, "Oh man, this is not good." So, 
getting to getting kind of nervous there with the A's and the Manners right there breathing on our backs a little bit too, but uh, that's all right. Your Boston Red Sox is all the Yankees to worry about. It's true. It's not over. That American League, though, those four teams. Oh, yeah. And five, you throw Oakland in, obviously. Yeah. Like, playoffs are going to be fun this year. Well, yeah. now, you think about it, the Yankees could win 103 games and lose the one-game wild card to yeah. Oakland, and then see you later, right? Yeah. Thanks so, for coming out. Yeah, the way it uh, breaks down, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Um, I know a lot of people are wanting to see a Red Sox, Astros, ALCS. That would be awesome. I think you have to. But it's got to get there. We'll see how it. Uh, we'll see how it shakes down. We better not end up in a one game wild card. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're doing all right now. You got a two and a half game cushion. And you're playing Oakland. Yeah, right we're now. playing them right now. We yeah. beat them like eleven to one last night or something. Yeah. But we're playing again tonight. What's uh what's our buddy's name in the back right now? <laughs> Riley. 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 Nice to meet you, by the way. <laughs> this is Riley's first day. Um who's your who's your pick? I gotta go with the Red Sox. All right. They look Turn too good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know why? Well, let me let me hear the answer. Let me hear why. I just think they're way better than everyone else. Their offense is insane and their pitching staff is pretty good too. So I just don't see anybody beating them in a seven game series. Ooh, solid argument. <laughs> can't can't uh, can't argue with that. In there. Well, all right, that was the Bo Show. It's all <laughs> See, the, all see the you guys notes later. I have. Thanks for coming <laughs> out, everybody. That's all the notes I have. Astros just got defeated. Uh, all right, so getting on to the CFL. Um, definitely a bounce back week for us. Felt good about it. Um, the th- the thing I like too is that we we're still down going into half. I was gonna say, were you frustrated with that first half? Uh, not frustrated because. I think we were still finding the groove a little bit. Defense was getting their feet back underneath them. Um, and, you know, Strebler hit us for that kind of surprise touchdown there in the beginning. Uh, so, I mean, I was more just coming off the sideline. And, and I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what the live mic all catches, but I know me and the receivers were having a lot of discussion on the sideline. Um, and I was just telling them, I was like, yo, like, I'm, I'm getting impatient. <laughs> like, run your routes full speed. Expect the ball every play. Uh, and then they started making great plays. I'm like, that's how we play. From now on, that's how we play. Um, but, man, we have a good relationship. So it's just we're always back and forth. You know, I'm telling them what I want. They're telling me what they see, what they want. Um, so that really started to pick up, and you kind of saw that happen right there in the second half. But uh, speaking about the other two players of the week, because, um, I mean, I can't, can't go out without this game without talking about these two. And I'm going to start with JG. Uh, a defensive end having two picks. Second time ever. Is it really? I didn't even know that. Yeah. So I feel bad because it's against my buddy. <laughs> but at the same time, it's my teammate, man. I'm watching this guy just ball out and, and you know, heard that they were going to try to go after him a little bit, um, you know, chipping and whatnot. And they, they got they got after him, you know, but it kind of ended up backfiring on him because they chipped him right there. You know, so he, do you all know what that means, chipping him? Yeah. Yeah. So rushing on the end, running back comes to helps on the block. Um, and all of a sudden he's right there in place and, Dembski tries to sneak out the backfield, and then boom, JG takes it back to the house. And man, that's as an offensive player when you're watching that happen. Because I've thrown, I've thrown probably ten picks in my life to D linemen, so I know that feeling. But to do it twice in the same game to the same person, like that is defeating. <laughs> and for him to run it back on the second one, oh yeah. Did you think he was going to make it all thirty-five yards? I thought his hamstrings going to cram. See how, long, <laughs> see how long his hamstrings are? That dude, yes. that dude is all legs. Um, but now hats off to JG, but then getting on to KJ as well. I mean, you guys tell me what y'all thought of that performance. I mean, 249, that last catch to 
rumble all the way. Oh yeah. Pretty good night for uh, 88, but you know, there was the fumble early on and there were some people talking about it up in the press box, but it's really easy to forget that when you roll for 249 but 10 it's catches. It's the first thing Dave brought up in the meeting. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's... What was he? I think it was 10 for 12 attempts. Yeah. Like, he wasn't I mean, dropping balls either. Yeah. I couldn't remember any incompletions to him, but somebody said we were 10 or 12 and I still can't think of the other two. Um, oh yeah. The one down towards the end zone. Five right. yard out route. I threw yeah. it, threw it a little low and away. Um, yeah, and I can't think of the second one, but I mean, honestly, he when I saw the fumble, it was one of those where I was like, all right, you know, this goes one of two ways: either implode and start messing around, that kind of thing, or get your head locked back in and go ball out. And that's what he did. And I think that was that's what I saw. That was huge. Was a huge growing moment for me for KJ was to see him do that. Um, come back to the rest of the game and ball out the way he did. But what's hilarious, man, we, we threw the deep post route going the other way towards our locker room. Um, you know, he catches the ball, stiff arms, uh, leg it, gets tackled, and comes back to the sideline. Man, like, I don't have that breakaway speed, man. I need that breakaway speed. And then you throw him that short one. He catches it, breaks the tackle, and just takes off on everybody. And I was like, yeah, there you go. You found it. There's a breakaway speed. Yeah, there it is. But, um, yeah, I mean, that was that's, I think that's one of those performances we were looking for. You know, offense, defense, special teams, everybody balling out and having fun, and uh, especially going into this week. I mean, this is going to be, you know, what y'all say is the start of the season. <laughs> when, uh, when a receiver's playing like he is, obviously as a quarterback, it's dangerous to walk in because then the defense knows where you're going to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty hard to ignore a guy like that when he's dialed in, right? Man, I think, I think we all felt that way a little bit. I mean, I know myself, I was dialed in because I didn't even notice it. I didn't realize KJ right. had that kind of game. Like I think after, after the uh, the last touchdown, that sixty eight yard break and run, I kind of looked back and I was like, saw that we had like four sixty passing, and I was like, oh man, I was like, man, what did KJ just have? So I was like going back thinking about, it. I was like, he had like deep corner route, he had another deep corner route, he had the post route. Okay, he had that last one for sixty <laughs> yards. I'm like, man, he must have had like one sixty, one seventy again because like two weeks ago he had like one eighty. Right. Um. Yeah, and then I get over to uh, Jermaine Franklin. He's like, 10 catches for 249 yards. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I kind of looked back. and I was like, that's all our yards. Like, I only threw the ball to him. Would that include the yardage on the play that he fumbled, too? You know, I don't know if it does. Because if you had added that yardage, and he's over three. Because that was another long pass. I don't know if that counts or not. I mean, I've I've never looked back at the stats enough to find out if that even counts. Um, I think it would. Let me see if I can find out. Yeah, because how else would you would you write it down in the stat sheet? You know, it's a forty yard. He has catch. to get the yard. Yeah, he yeah. has to get the yardage because he yeah. fumbled after he got it, right? Yeah, forty yard catch and then fumble. You know, yeah. it's got to the yardage has to be in there somewhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, all around great game. I mean, uh, it was funny because it kind of went unnoticed, but Markin probably could have had around two hundred three touchdowns, and that's what, that's what I kept telling him. I was like, hey, you should be up there right now, being talked about also. Um. I, I always challenge Markin, man. He's he's such a good receiver, and um, and sometimes I miss him. Sometimes he misses me. But um, you know the, the the connect hasn't been there like we wanted it to yet, and, and it will get there. But um, you know, even in saying that, he's still you know the second or third leading receiver on the team, a couple touchdowns, and and making an impact every game. But there's just some plays where I look at him like, man, if you're making these, we're unstoppable. Um, so yeah, definitely been fun. I don't know y'all. Some of y'all thought about the game. I, the first quarter was a little shaky, but mm-hmm. after that, I thought you guys really improved as it went on. The protection was 
better than it was in Saskatchewan, oh, yeah. which was a big thing. I think Don Jackson coming back is a big part of that. From the outside, that's what it looks like at yeah. least. The defense played well. They did an unbelievable job containing Andrew Harris. Mm-hmm. You know who's really stood out to me this year is Trey Roberson. The ability that he has to stop a screen. Like we saw him stop Andrew Harris on the, it was like a sweet play for a two-yard loss. His first attempt at trying to tackle Andrew Harris, he does it by himself for a loss. And I was like, that's the type of guy that they miss, that they missed at corner against the Riders. Absolutely. I think he's having a great year. Well, actually, you know, I don't want to say that we were missing out against yeah. the Riders, but I think the last couple of years, our boundary corner has been a pass, pass defense person only. You know, with Tommy Campbell, I mean, he's one of the best in the pass game, but doesn't doesn't come down to tackle. He he's he's like Charleston in that sense that yeah. he's not playing the run game, and I think that that's a good observation. That's a great observation, but uh, it's very big when you have DBs that come down and hit. And Smitty has been one. Smitty led our team in tackles. I want to say in like 2014 or 15, um, and that's saying a lot coming from a DB. You know, you're coming down into the box that much to help out and hit. Um, it it stops a lot of those extra yardage. You kind of you, when you're talking to a running back, you're saying get into that second level. Uh, so when you have a DB that comes down a hit like that, definitely takes away from that second level. You mentioned you were talking to your receivers during the game. Um, hurt feelings. Is there a line sometimes you can go with a player, or are you just you have a relationship with these guys? You just know what you can say and can't say because you talk to coaches sometimes. They talk. There's some player that I have to kick in the butt sometimes to get them going. The other one I have to always. You know, pat him on the back. You're doing okay. How do you handle that? That you, you know, you have that line with your guys. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, man, I, I try as much as I can to talk to him as a group instead of calling guys out individually because then it feels attacking. Um, because when you are talking to somebody individually, there is a certain way. Like I know how to talk to KJ. You know, I know how to talk to Devaris and Mark. I know how to talk to these guys differently. Um, like you know, Bress is one of those guys you can you can say anything to him and he's he'll take it as as proper criticism and okay you just want me to get better um but like when you're saying it to a group like you've got to say it in the right way you know because if anybody comes to a, to you guys right now in this room it's like hey man you guys are terrible at radio y'all need to fix that <laughs> uh yeah. y'all are gonna team up together against that yeah. person right yeah. so you gotta you can't be attacking when you're doing it i'm i'm challenging them as much as possible um and i think it says a lot we threw for 460 yards and i was challenging them to look at the scoreboard and be like guys realize that we should have had 600 yards passing, six touchdowns. Like, we should have had a record day that people talk about for years, and we're falling short of that. So the days that that we're throwing for a normal game, 300 yards and two touchdowns, we're really falling short of the 400 yards, four touchdowns we should be throwing for. Like, there's just every single game we go back and look on film, and it's not anything the defense is doing to take things away from us. And that's where that's where I get frustrated. I go back and look at things, and I'm like, this is details and ourselves – taken away from our game that we could have been that much better. And it's not, not, it's not like a negative thing. It's not like you're in the, you know, we go in the film the next day and and guys are looking at like, Oh man, like we missed this. It's just, it's one of those things as a quarterback, as a coach, as a receiver that you go in and what you watch film. And it's like, man, if, if I kept running right there, Bo probably throws me the ball. Um, You know, Hey, when I'm scrambling, there was one like last week when I was scrambling out uh, against Sass. I scrambled out to my right, and I ran and got a first down. Seven yards, first down. Everybody's like, oh, great play. KJ's running wide open down the middle of the field. Because as soon as I started to scramble, all the DBs stopped. Right, and he was breaking. And that's a 70-yard touchdown. Yeah. And it should, those are the things. I, so I call myself out as well. I'm like, guys, these are the kind of things. The five-yard out route to KJ in the game last week. We got a field goal out of that. You know what I mean? And that's the easy five-yard out route. I stopped my feet short and threw the ball far and away. Um, and it's just those things. We talk to each other like, yo, this is – 
this is the difference of winning a Grey Cup and losing. This is the difference of finishing the job and not finishing. These are the things that if we continue to search for and critique ourselves and go to find, we're going to become a very, very, very dangerous football team. How much of being an 8-1 and one team but still looking for all of those things to improve on is kind of a product of having Dave Dickinson at the top who talks about himself as a perfectionist? Oh, man, it's, it's the, the base, biggest example of having the guy at the top that um, only takes blame never takes uh, the, uh, the the fame for the, the good things we do. Um, a lot of the things we did in that game were game plan. Uh, I mean, if you see a couple of those throws uh, to Lamar Durant, um, even the one to KJ there at the end, I know he broke a tackle and made a great play, um, but they're wide open. You know what I mean? That's, that's game plan. Uh, the one to Markin in the, in the end zone. He's wide running one on one, wide that's open wide against the guy. That's game Walked plan. Into the end zone, yeah. That's not us receivers and DBs fi- or QBs finding something. Not like the one to uh, to Devaris early in the game. Ball shouldn't have gone there. It's, that's just me and him being locked in, seeing each other. I'm ribbing the ball. He's catching it. And Dave, you know, that's one of those where he's like, "Hey, man, I don't know how you saw that, but if you can do that more often, we're going to be very hard to stop." But majority of the time, it's game plan, and that comes from Dave. I mean, every single time we win or lose a game. The first thing he says is, hey, the film's never as good as it, as you think it was. The film's never as bad as you think it was. So you go in to watch Sask, and it wasn't that bad. It was a couple of things we missed here and there. Um, and even last week, it's, it's not as good as you think it should be when you go to watch that kind of game. It was a struggle for two and a half quarters, you know, three mm-hmm. quarters. And then we just kind of piled on, you know, off in the touchdown, defense the touchdown, off in the touchdown, back to back to back. And it makes it look like, look, look like the game's a blowout. But it was a close game the entire time. You were talking about uh, Davis going for the touchdown where he might, you know, pull a hamstring. Dave was running down the sideline there, too. Well, Man, I heard about that. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the clip. Um, I did read an article about it this morning, though, that, uh, yeah, I guess he was just taking off down the sideline with him. But that's that's the passion he has, man. That, that really does carry over. Uh, Dave always calls himself a hothead. Um, you know, we have a great relationship, but we yell at each other more than anybody. And it's just that's our relationship. We're both competitive. We both want to be perfect. You know, so when I miss something or he, you know, miscalls something, he's taking blame. I'm taking blame, but we're always looking at each other on how do we get better. And uh, and that perfectionist comes out in Dave a lot, and he just wants to be that team that is unstoppable, that you know can't be touched. Um, and in order to to get to that point and maybe just fall short of that, uh, that's what you have to demand from your players, and he demands it from himself first. So when, I was going to ask, when's the last time he yelled at you? But it might have been earlier today or yesterday. Oh man, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, not today. We had a team bonding okay. day today. So, uh, but every day, man, we're always, you know, it's we're all. It's not that. Um, I can't see him getting angry know. though. Like I know whoa, you talk whoa, about the passion. Whoa, 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 really, whoa, whoa, whoa. he's got the passion, but you haven't, you haven't seen it. No. Oh man, you haven't spent not... enough time around Dave. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to listen to that live mic a little closer. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. One thing I do want to point out, though, you did you did point out Andrew Harris. Uh, do you know how many rushing yards he had? Thirteen. How many did you have? Ah, twelve. There you go. <laughs> I was right there. You're an elite runner in this you, league. Uh, I'm just an elite, elite guy on my feet. Elite on my feet. I like that. I, that might be my new thing. Elite on my feet. I don't know. Website says the you have fans 10. like it. Ten. Websites. Websites says you have ten. Oh, they're lying. Don't listen to them. That's the yeah. website. <laughs> They're biased. But still, one one carry seven. So yeah, 
Yeah. Harris had seven carries. You had one. Yeah. So average. Oh, the averages. Kill them out of the who's, water. Who's the better athlete? Who's the better running back? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, uh, we'll take a quick break. Um, hey, real quick, make sure you text in 960-960. Let us know what you want to talk about. Uh, I'm kind of taking away. Oh, by the way, there's a big topic already on the text line. We got to talk about it. All right. You see who's going to be here in town next Monday? Uh, Jefe. Yeah. Jeff? Yeah. Garcia? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about it. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, when we come back, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about more. Let us know what you want to talk about. Uh, you're listening to The Bo Show on Sports at 960 The Fan. This is The Bo Show. Hell yeah, yeah. On Sportsnet 960, The Fan. (laughs) All right, he's one for one. We'll give him that. One for two. One for two. He was nervous. You just heard him in the background like, can I get a genre? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Uh, all right. Let's 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 hear what this text line. Glenn Morati fan feedback line is always open. 960-960. Hey, Bo, lifelong fan of the Stamps from Calgary. Moved to Manitoba. My kids are Stamps fans as well. What is the best way for them or us to get autographs from Stampeders later when you guys are in the peg? We go every year. In the peg? Uh... How do they get autographs from you guys in, um, in Winnipeg? Man, stand outside of our like where our bus is at uh, whenever we're coming out to leave. You guys uh, stay at the same hotel every time? No, no, no. Whenever, my bad. When it, like when we're leaving the game. Right. Yeah, yeah. So when we're leaving the game or um, stand by our locker room that we go into, like if you go in the stands, usually like a lot of Bomber fans there talking trash in the beginning and at the end of the game, they're like, hey, great game. Uh, <laughs> just stand right there uh, and ask for an autograph. You, if you're wearing red, I'm sure the guys will make sure they give you an autograph. But if not, go stand out by the bus, and I'm sure some guys will hit you up. Same phone number, and I'm guessing because they were from Calgary and then moved to Manitoba. So I'm guessing he's asking for dirt like because they're probably buddies from a while back. But he goes, hey, Bo, you got any kill him stories? Ooh. Um, yeah. For those that don't know, that's Mark Killam. The Mark Killam, our special teams coordinator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's a crazy dude. Uh, <laughs> I've got I've got two good ones. I can't give away too much about them, but um, you know, like those things that like the players we snap um, and we smell them, the smelling salts yeah. kind of things. Yeah. yeah, he sticks it like deep in his nose and smells <laughs> it before the game starts. <laughs> like he's ready to put the helmet on and go hit somebody. <laughs> like man, they should li- like if they could live mic him up, that'd be a great live mic. Like nice. he is always always everyone going. out. <laughs> he's like he's he's going after everybody. Yeah. Right on. Um, this one goes. Yeah, what was up with that slide? And did the extended cheer for that run make you laugh? No, the, the extended cheer was disrespectful. As I've said every time I've run the ball this year. Uh, <laughs> they just they just won't stop. I'm telling you, it feels like the cheer they give Rudy when Rudy goes in the game. <laughs> like, Rudy, Rudy. That's, that's what it feels like when I run the ball. They're like, oh, my God, he did it. <laughs> Good job, Bo! Run, Forrest, run! He actually ran the ball. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, my slide was terrible because I don't get a lot of practice at it. <laughs> what the pump fake? The pump fake eight yards down the field. Ian Wild, you're welcome. <laughs> Tricked um, you. Yeah. Come on, guy. <laughs> well, and then we were talking about it last segment, but this one goes, I heard Jeff Garcia will be in town for the game. 
We'll both sit a series or two to let Jeff get some reps in. If Jeff is ready to suit up, I'll let him. I'll let him go in and do short yardage. Doesn't need like three weeks to integrate the playbook like they're giving to Duran. No, 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 no. He's good. He's got it. Nice. Jeff's gonna drop back seven step drop, which we don't have. But he's gonna do a full seven step drop. He's gonna look to throw. If it's not there, he's gonna grit his teeth and he's gonna run somebody over. But like you said, he can play quarterback. I'll play running back. My average is like seven or eight yards a rush. That's right. It's Having a pretty good. good year. It's looking good. You got like sixty yards over the. I might have like. I'm look 30, right now. I might have like thirty yards. I don't thirty know. two ten yard gains and a couple short gains. Yeah, I might be like like forty five. Forty two. Oof. Nice. What's the average? How many rushes though? Uh, seven carries, so six. Yeah, average six. is six. Average is six. Hey man, if I run the ball every play, we get a first down. Look at that. <laughs> Clearly, the offense needs to move in a different Whoa, direction. What if Edmonton's listening, man? <laughs> the offense needs to move in a different direction. Bo needs to run the ball. No at touchdowns though. At no, least no rushing touchdowns. Uh yeah. Neither does Mike. Mike has That's zero right. rushing touchdowns above one yard. So. <laughs> So you're right. So everybody stop talking about him running for touchdowns. That doesn't count. He's a short yardage quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> you got Nick to do that. At that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Mike, let your short yardage quarterback go in and do his job. Stop taking hits stop on your hands. Stop it up. Yeah. Make your war look better. Or quarter. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, uh, send your text in, 960-960, if you uh, want to know what uh, is on the mind of Bo Levi Mitchell. Um. I know Matt texted or was talking about this. Curious your take on it. You don't observe these things during the game, but uh, he was laughing at the fact it was family day and they had little ponies going with quick six. On that the was awesome. Yeah. That was my most liked tweet during the game. Yeah, it caught it caught my eye during the game. There you go. Because I, I, I always see quick six and all of a sudden you just see just <laughs> two little, little ponies behind him. Oh, yeah. I got my my uh, my daughter took a picture on one after. Their names were, uh, I think, Rhubarb and Strawberry. Adorable. Rhubarb isn't correct. That was a complete guess, but strawberry is correct because that's the one that Ellie took a picture of. I think you, maybe you want some rhubarb pie later. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ellie took a picture on strawberry after the game. She loved it. Um, and she loves uh, Paw Patrol. So when she saw Chase and Marshall down the sideline, she was going oh, crazy. Yeah. But I heard they mispronounced it. They said that it was Chase and Sky. Ooh. So that's disrespectful to the Paw Patrol community. Yeah, I was going to say the Paw Patrol community probably didn't like that one too much. Did not like that one at all. Um, but today we did have team bonding. It was awesome. We went bowling, Canadian bowling, and we need to speak about this because this is ridiculous. Wait, 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 wait. What? There's a yeah. difference. Oh yeah, but are you talking like, about five pin? I'm is talking Canadian? about this five pin bowling. <laughs> what is this? There's not enough pins for you. It's not real. <laughs> That's like what you buy your kid for Christmas. You buy him five little pins and a plastic ball, and they roll it down so they don't damage the house. Like, no, where's where's the real bowling yet? Well, I think he's upset because you suck at five pin bowling. I was what... terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was awful, and I've done it like ten times. So, Did you have the bumpers in the in the gutter, so you didn't have any I, gutter balls. I should have <laughs> <laughs> levels through six straight gutter balls. So, who's the best bowler on the on the team? Uh, Chop Davis was. Wow. Yeah, Chop Manuel Davis, number eight. Um. Knocking down players and knocking down knocking down pins. <laughs> um man, yeah, he bowled like a he had like a two sixty eight or something like that on one of his games. It's like a professional score. Man, well it's five pin. Let's let's calm down. Did you uh throw underhand or overhand? I should have thrown overhand. <laughs> <laughs> overhand make sure you break the break well, the break the bowling alley, Jeff. That's a small bowling ball. I thought maybe he was thinking he's fading back and throwing it overhand. Yeah, so <laughs> we're throwing, you know, the community bowling balls and right. I was like, enough of this. So we had teams of five. So my team was uh, myself, uh, KJ, Patrick Levels, Ryan Seaver, and Riley Jones. 
none of us were good. <laughs> Top score in our out of two games was one thirty. Ooh, to who? So, in five bin, that's weak. Uh, Riley Jones. Uh, yeah, it was bad. So we uh, so I was, after the first practice game, I was like, enough of this. I went back and bought four professional. And you forgot them at home. No, no, I bought oh. them there. I was like, we're gonna win. Let's go. And it didn't help. <laughs> like all it did was make them catch that much more, and they and like because I spin it, and when I it just takes off to the gutter. Every now and then would pop back and hit the corner one, <laughs> out of the gutter. Yeah, and then uh, Ryan Seaver, he's no lineman, so he just rears back and throws it straight as hard as he can, and hopes the and every the now weight. and then, yeah. yeah, every now and then it works. Um, but no, nah, man, I'm definitely a ten pin bowler. Like Jay Wall showed up with his bowling ball, he travels with it. No way, yeah, like, from to America, other cities? he brings it up here. Like no, like if we're going bowling, he has a professional bowling ball in a bag. And walked in, I was like, loser. <laughs> We're playing five pin. <laughs> He's probably rattled. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he didn't have a great day. I think his team won, though. Hmm. So we had like a little prize for the total team win and then a prize for the top teams or the top score individually. So Chop won that one. I think Jay Wall's team won the uh the team score, but didn't go well for my team. I, I bowled a one hundred and a one oh two. Consistent. Uh, yeah. For one thing. Consistently yeah. bad. <laughs> at, least, at least you know what you bring to the table, right? Yeah. At least yeah, you know yeah. what you bring to the table. Um, I know the answer to this question. Fairly easy. The texture should know the answer to this question, too. Uh, if you don't make the Grey Cup but kill the Eskimos on Labor Day, is it still a successful season, Bo? No. There Next you, question. Next go. question. Uh, this one could get you in trouble with your wife, Maddie, uh, but I don't know what your layout is in your house. But, uh, Bo, what's, the feel- what's your feelings on excessive throw pillows? On excessive throw pillows. What movie is that? <laughs> is that a Long Came Polly? It is. I think it might be. That's a Long Came Polly. I think and, it might be. And she helps him uh, take his anger out by tearing him up. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, I actually, uh, actually, I like the pillows as long as they're not decorative. I don't like the decorative ones. Like we have some that are like Christmas and Halloween, um, but they're uncomfortable. So, but downstairs we have like. Probably like ten pillows on our, uh, our like little man, I guess couple cave, or Maddie will like that. I gained points right there. There you there. go. Couple, there couple you go. Cave. Nice. Um, we've got a lot of nice pillows down there, and that's that's nice. Uh, people telling you where you can play ten pin bowling in Calgary, which is true. You can. Yeah, Century, right? Yeah. And Mountain View or Mountain too. View. Mountain View. Yeah, we. I mean, I, I think when Dave and them booked it, they thought it was ten pin. Um, oh. Yeah, but it's. I mean, I don't know. We were talking about this off the air. Who coordinates the end zone celebration? Oh, uh, each guy has their kind of in, like KJ's always got the individual one ready to go um, because you know prior to last week celebrating with a teammate was illegal. Um, but uh, I think the receivers are probably going to start to have one coordinated every week. Um, but I'll be on them. You know, they're spending time on that instead of the playbook. I'll make sure that <laughs> they're locked in. Uh, but yeah, I, I won't have any. I don't think the old line is going to have any. <laughs> what do you think the most excess or what, who would put on the most excessive or elaborate touchdown celebration on our team? Yeah. Oh, KJ for sure. 100%. Him and Markin? See, I'm like, everybody asked about Markin. I don't see, really, I don't, Markin's not, do you get that feeling? No, Markin's not that kind of guy. He, he does his, uh, oh, what's his fraternity? The Q Dogs. He does their, like, their dance. That's it. Because I always see KJ him in practice, and he's always something. fired up. He's the guy who's always dancing and jumping around. So that's, that's why I would that's think what that. he's doing every time is that dance. Yeah, but you'll see him, Bill, um, Vodders, uh, Malik, 
they're all cute dogs so they all do that dance and i all man i make them so mad <laughs> so the cute dogs is a very tight fraternity um there's a lot of them all over the states and uh they have a very specific dance you have to learn um but everybody kind of makes it their own a little bit but every time they do it they bark so there's like a bark that goes with it so every time they start dancing i bark and they turn around like bo man you can't do that you're not a cute <laughs> i'm totally like oh <laughs> Uh, Bo, what's the prep like? Is it any different knowing, uh, sorry, is Labor Day week prep any different every single year knowing you're playing the same team in six days? Uh, yeah, we had that, you know, last year with Ottawa as well, though. Um, kind of had it this year with, uh, might have been Sass. Yeah, twice in three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's a little different. You put a lot in, I think, for that first week. Um, you know, you hold some stuff, you, you know, See if any of it, any any of it's gonna work for the second game. Um, but typically, whoever loses that game changes up a lot of stuff. The other team kind of keeps things the same. That's what makes that second game even closer. Um, so I don't know, man. I hope we just I hope we switch it up. I hope the the preparation you know gets to the point where we make it tough on them both games. And uh, I'm sure they're gonna be looking to do the same. And I know Dave talked about it. Back to back live mic games. You got to change a lot of terminology or anything like that. Are we live mic again? No, no, no we you were. were. Oh, last I know. Two. Yeah, last I know. Two. It was terrible. Um, <laughs> man, but I, I'm watching. They they barely even use them. Yeah. Do you know what what I? Because I was listening to live my game up in the box too, and the big thing, the one thing that stood out to me this game was Dave yelling at the refs to get the clock going. I heard that a lot. All right. So me and oh, one of the refs had an argument. <laughs> was I wrong? Do y'all know what I'm talking about? I don't think so. Okay. So so Andre Andre Prue. Uh, the head ref, we're waiting on him to start the clock at the end of the game when it's running down. They're like second down. And Dave is going crazy about start the clock, start the clock, start the clock. Like, because they kind of late, they try to switch out some of their guys to a different personnel. I mean, that's on them though. You don't hold the clock for them during that. So when that was happening, we were kind of like, yo, what is going on? So I even said something to Andre uh, after. And I might, I might be wrong, but because um, I'm pretty sure the guy got tackled inbounds. And the next play, they held it. And then they came out there. They went off sides. And then when the guys came back in on the next play, they had to report 59 was an eligible player. And he's like, that's why I was holding it. I'm like, I'm, Andre, I'm not talking about that play. I'm talking about the play before. I was like, when you just held it, when they were switching out personnel, he's like, no, no, Bo, I had to hold her 59. I was like, Andre, I don't know if there's like a language barrier thing going on here. I was like, but that's not the play I'm talking about, man. I'm talking about the play before that. So, yeah, I don't know. But the live mic to me is – uh. I don't know. They're not getting as much out of it as they were last year. It seems like it seems like they've dialed back a little bit, which is is what what we wanted as players yeah. and coaches. Uh, I feel like they listened to every team and were like, "Well, maybe we shouldn't do everything." Yeah, because they were giving away a lot. But like it, when I watch the game back, the only thing I hear myself say is "White eighty, white eighty hut." That's like the only every thing time. You hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you'll hear the call in the huddle. Yeah, but it's like. What that, is that, that? What is a fan really going to do with this jumble of words that is basically code? Yeah, I mean it's not bad. Like I've I've kind of liked it um, when I see highlights of the NFL and I and I hear Drew Brees, you know, word off his thirty word call, and it's like, oh man, that's crazy. You know, it's kind of cool for the fan to hear that every now and then. But uh, yeah, I guess it kind of gets me when I don't know. There's some things I I see or hear happen. Like I say to guys, and I'm like, oh, that'll probably be on the live mic. Now that I think about it. Uh, that'll be cool for fans to hear, and then I never see that on any production of it. I'm like, well, there you go. Like, kind of 
hitting some of the stuff you don't need and missing some of the stuff that would be good for that fan interaction. So I think the biggest takeaway from them over the last two weeks was Dave chirping the kicker from Saskatchewan. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Louder, you're going to miss. You're going to miss. Didn't miss. Yeah. And it's still, because we were talking to Dave about this after, I don't think anyone's missed a field goal against you guys. No, they haven't. It's been weird. Every time we watch film, Killam's like, you know, one day, guys, somebody's going to miss a field goal against <laughs> us. And when they do. <laughs> um, uh, just quickly, because you are talking about live mics, text line says, do you have to hold back on cussing? Uh, or do you even a notice? A little bit. A little bit. Um, I had to hold back against Charleston from cussing a little bit because we were getting after each other. Um, yeah, he was he was right in your face, hey? <laughs> oh. But you know why? Because it was live mic, and he wants to be on the mic. That's the only reason why. Because the game, the game before that when we played, he didn't say anything. He yeah. didn't say a word. Neither did Willie Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> Deep, loud. <laughs> Um, yeah, so here, we'll take another quick break. Uh, we will come back. Uh, we will talk about whatever you want to talk about because I don't have any more notes written down. <laughs> what, do mean, some, what do you uh, mean anymore? Huh? What do you mean anymore? I don't have any more notes written down. That's a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. He's not, he's not wrong. Yeah. No, there are no notes written down for the whole show, but... <laughs> <laughs> but there's none left either. Just don't tell, don't tell Kirsch. I don't think he listens. <laughs> All right, you're listening to both Show on Sports at 960 The Fan. Back to the Bo Show for SML Entertainment. One, two, three. On Sportsnet 960, the fan. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Can I get a show of hands? Uh, give me a no for me. A no? No. Yeah, I'll go with it. <laughs> now, he's, now he's back there judging me. Like one no. for three, though. He's, he's still a Hall three. of Famer. Hey, yeah, you're a Hall of Fame baseball player. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you're allowed to join in on conversation on this show. Yeah, there's a lot of voices in here, but yeah, that's all right. No, he's trying, Riley. I uh, oh. I appreciate Biggie Smalls. I'm sorry, guys. Is that who that was? I didn't even know. <laughs> all right. So the text line is asking, this is something I've been asked a couple different times about the headbands. Um, I I only get them in the States. Um, I know people have been asking about possibly like getting them to be sold at, uh, at the stamp store. Like I have no way of making that happen unless I just went and bought some and then sold them to, to them. So uh, I'll let them know where I get them and I'll see if they can order them in and let you guys buy them. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're just, I basically get them all off Amazon. So they all come from the States. So. Got the Amazon Prime account, one to two day delivery. Not bad. It might get held up at the border, just so you know. It has happened multiple times. Because <laughs> you got to order so many of them. Uh, text in 960-960. Let me know what you want to talk about. Uh, we only have a couple more minutes here. but um, Bull Levi Mitchell, what is your pregame meal? Oh, easy. Uh, night before is chicken parmesan. The wife makes it every week. And then uh, the morning of is a breakfast, uh, like an egg sandwich. She... Um, but instead of like bread or something, she takes the biscuits, puts them on their side, big flaky ones. So she puts two of them together. It creates like a biscuit. You cut it in half, put some eggs in between it. It's amazing. She like tossed it with like cinnamon and butter. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, y'all should get married. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you play, not, that's not why I'm married. I love you, baby. Well, when you uh, <laughs> when you play golf with your teammates, do you give them gimmies or no? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's if 
I'm and I'm not a stickler on those, man, because I want him too. Uh, I I don't I don't do like the within the club grip. Um, you just kind of do it. It's it's kind of like it kind of it's, it's I probably do it the wrong way. If you're a good putter, I give you a lot more gimmies. But if you're a bad putter, I'm kind of like eh. <laughs> Like, let me go ahead and see you putt that seven-inch putt because I want to laugh at you when you miss it. <laughs> and you can usually tell pretty early on if they're a good or bad putter. Like, oh, yeah, you can read the green. Like, I, you know, or some guys are just, like, just hit it. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're not very good. My my favorite one is uh my buddy, my putty Trey a long time ago. He would just, he used to sit over his putt forever. <laughs> he would just stare down at his Think putt. about like, it too much. No, he would just stare and be like, so y'all aren't going to give this to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just sit there and wait. But our, our thing that we always do is we say it like right before you make contact. You know, it's like you sit there, you read your putt. Like, come on, man, put it out. Let's go. Let's go. And it's like a birdie putt. And Oh, I was going to give you that. No, no. Right before he hits, you like, it's good. Oh, you hit it. <laughs> <laughs> just completely sewer them. Oh, yeah. What about, oh. is that, are you a gimme guy? No, I'm like you. Like, if you're a good putter and you've been playing well, then I'm yeah. going to give it to you. And it kind of depends. Like, if you've given me one, like, I'll turn around and give you one even right. if I don't think you're going to make it. So one time we were golfing, me and my buddy, and he had, like, an 18-foot putt that was really tough. And he looks at me, he goes, 100 bucks if I get this in. I was like, yeah, sure. You're not going to make this putt. There's no way. Yeah. Absolutely drills it. <laughs> <laughs> my putt is equally as long, equally as challenging. And I was like, double or nothing. He was like, yep. And I nailed mine. And like no we were, way. We were playing, so we were playing a like big group of us, two foursomes, and it was a par three. So the other group was uh, at the tee box. So they could see this whole thing play out. And then we get to the clubhouse after, like, what happened on that 12th game? Why were you guys celebrating so hard? <laughs> so we had to like tell them why we were celebrating, like we just won the Masters tournament. But oh, uh, I was feeling the heat on that putt. Especially when you called it out like double or nothing. Like, oh, man, I got to make like, six, I don't want, six feet like, short. The reason, the, reason why, the reason why I made the bet is like, I don't want to pay 100 bucks, but I'm not that overly confident in my abilities to hit this. So uh, here we go. And good thing it went in. But. If you want to quickly find out how bad you are at golf, don't do any gimmies. <laughs> You'll find out you miss a lot of 6 yeah. to 12 yeah. inch butts. 120 on the score. Oh, yeah. Oh. But at the, least you can feel good about that The ones you think are going in, yeah. The worst, man, is like, you know, you get to like a foot. You're like, oh, I'm just going to go put it in. What do they, they always tell you? Imagine a hole six inches past it and hit it through. But you don't realize that you're on a downhill putt. <laughs> you hit it past, you hit it yes. past, you lip it, and it goes 12 feet. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, nah, that was good. Then you yeah. got to do the, yeah, that was good. Yeah. You got to do the mix, Mickelson and run it down and hit oh, it yeah. back. No, I was just rushing real quick. That, that putt was good, guys. <laughs> Did you see Jordan Spieth on the weekend? He did the same thing. Did the same thing. Went, caught some dirt on a six inch putt. Went about three inches. Had to take an extra stroke. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. It's no good. Uh, Bo, if you were the uh, GM of the Browns in draft day, who would you have <laughs> taken? In in the movie? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I can't go with Bo because my, that's my name. I did like that my name was in the movie, though, but I didn't like the person that was portraying it. Bo, did anybody go to your birthday party? I would have taken Arian Foster. Nobody went to my birthday party. <laughs> Man, it's it's true though. Like they they really do look at things like that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like they'll quickly like find the, uh, out that you weren't liked by your team. Or the the money on the last page of the playbook. Yeah, that one's awesome. I love that one. That's a good one. I have I have sort of a similar story like that. Murphy John Murphy text because we we used to struggle going into Toronto back when they were at BMO Field still or not BMO when they were at Rogers Center Rogers Center yeah. Um, 
we used to go there like no matter how good we were it seemed like we could never win in toronto it's kind of like kind of like now with montreal for some reason no matter no matter what her record is we go into montreal for some reason it doesn't go well um so we're going to toronto in 2014 and murphy sends me a text he's like this is why we named you the starter was to come out and win these kind of games and i sent him a text back before that game i said no you made me the starter to win you a great cup and then threw four touchdowns that game and then proceeded to win the great cup at the end of the year but that was one of those moments I look back like, yeah, that'll be a story one day. Like, no, he didn't tell anybody. <laughs> so, wait, I'll do, wait so, I'll, so I'll do it on my radio show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let everybody know. Um, Just people, a couple people asked about your, because uh, they, they know you're a big fantasy football nerd. Have you had any drafts yet? Any, I uh, haven't. They're, all, they're almost all next week on September 5th, September 4th. Um, yeah, if you've had a draft already, you're not a very good fantasy football player. Preseason's not done. Yeah, how are you going to do that no, before third, you third find game, out? Third game's done, man. Third game. Somebody's yeah, and and your number one pick's about to get put on IR, and now they're going to get mad and blame me. Like you're the reason David Johnson got hurt. <laughs> no, I mean just, you can't you can't have a draft until basically the day before that Thursday night game. Like, I just I don't feel like there's any other way to do it because somebody won't get announced like they're on IR until that point. Somebody's not going to get cut. Yeah, and and I I hate doing the draft early because I used to do it week three of preseason, um, you know, and then whoever drafted David Johnson or whoever drafts you know what it, whoever it might be Des Des Bryant somebody that just gets hurt early on, um, and they're like oh it's not fair and they complain about it all year you know it's just we try to avoid that as much as possible we play for a decent amount of money, um. Don't let people make monopoly excuses. money. That is, is yeah. monopoly money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we play we play for a decent amount, so we try to make it fun within the locker room, and it gets to be I don't know, it gets to be pretty fun. You get to chirp guys a lot. And you got your side bets and everything going on. Side bets are the best. Well, yeah, that's that's how you make your money back. Yeah, if you're if you're in a paid league, <laughs> make your money back. Come, side cover bets. your own ass. Man. Yeah, heck yeah. I almost damn, almost cussed you. <laughs> 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 I mean, shoot. All right, who's who's uh. All the let's say top twelve guys. I had the first overall pick in a draft last night, which I hate having. Who do you think he took? Top overall pick? Yeah, it was a twelve man league, so I had the first pick and I didn't league. pick until twenty four, twenty five. Oh, oh. twelve man, you gotta take <sighs> Oh gosh. I you gotta it's take... also a, it's also a two quarterback league. Oh, okay. So you did take a quarterback then. No, I didn't. First oh, overall. Oh, no, man. Didn't. <laughs> what is it two quarterback league? You didn't take one? My quarterbacks are Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes. That's rough, dude. <laughs> Could be worse. I mean, either Gurley or Antonio Brown. I took Gurley. Yeah, okay. You have to. But a two quarterback league? Well, it's a, you win the it's league. a super flex. You super win. flex. Oh, yeah. So you can use quarterback. Well, that's stupid. Everybody's going to use a quarterback. It's absolutely. Like yeah. another guy missed the playoffs last year. His first two picks were Rodgers and Breeze. Now Rodgers got hurt, but still. But for that exact reason, you're right. I mean, that's the thing. You you can't predict who somebody all star wise is gonna get hurt. In the last couple of years have been terrible. Oh yeah. Rough. Wasn't it last year? The NFL was going crazy with injuries. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was like of all the all, all the top players. Like even like the the you know, Deshaun and, and Carson, even like the up and coming ones. Like yeah. it's like, hey, look at this guy. OB, OBJ broke his ankle. Yeah. Yeah. That was rough last year. Yeah, fantasy was tough last year. Uh hopefully. Hopefully a little bit better this year. Well, I know that you were talking. You haven't done a lot of research, so this question maybe uh, you don't know the answer. But who's your sleeper running back this year? Someone wants to know. Oh man, um, I don't know if it counts as a sleeper. I, I would say it still does, but um, Texans, our guy, Freeman. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, Devontae. Dante Foreman. Dante Foreman, yeah. But he's on the pup list. Is he? Yeah. Is he out? Yeah. Oh, man. See, I've done no research. <laughs> but that's a guy I like, man. I, I think I think he's going to be one of those guys for, I mean, obviously, if injuries don't continue to happen to him. But he's, I've watched him run like four or five games in a row. And it's one of those guys I look at and I'm like, wow, this guy is nice. You know who's another guy that, that to me is going to be, I mean, he is on everybody's radar, but Derrick Henry, I think, is going to be that guy this year in Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, you're not, you don't, you don't have to wait half the season for uh, Demarco. Murray. But Deion Lewis is there. there. I don't care. Yeah. Deion Lewis isn't a running back; he's a receiver. That's a good point. There we go. <laughs> That's yeah. I think uh, I think Derrick Henry's he's going to be that guy this year. Like if you if you're questioning on a running back to take, you know, early on, later, kind of that mid running back, I think he's probably your. I don't know. What do you think? Sixth guy off the board. Running back wise, you got like it. he'd be the sixth running back off the board. You think so? I think he'd be a little bit lower than that because we talked earlier about the big four being Zeke, Van Bell, David Johnson, who is the fourth? Gurley and Gurley. 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 And then you're probably looking Devonte Freeman. Are you still taking him high? Is Christian McCaffrey no. jumping up? I think I think McCaffrey is, but he's but he's in the same conversation as Henry. What about Saquon Barkley? Yeah, Saquon I know, Barkley. Man. Alvin Kamara. Oh yeah, wait. Who's yes. who's Kansas City's running back? Uh, Kareem uh, Hunt. Yeah, how is Kareem yeah. Hunt not uh, up there? Second half of the year, he struggled, but he still led the league in rushing. And he re- yeah, receives. Still, he still led balls. the league in rushing. Uh, Melvin Gordon was a touchdown machine last year. Yeah, he was. And the year before that, he was awful. nothing. Yeah, nothing. Guess which year I had him. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Same All right, so if you haven't figured it out, we don't know anything about fantasy football because nobody does. There's no <laughs> way to predict it. There's no way to guess. I don't care who's an expert, who says they know anything. They don't. Um, nice. Because here's a fact. I'm the quarterback of the football team, and I could not tell you from the beginning of the year who's going to lead our team in receiving or rushing, um, who's going to have more touchdowns, who's the best, even the player. You just can't predict it, man. Injuries, everything happens. Uh, politics happens. Money happens. So, um it's, it's called pick and pray. Pick a guy, <laughs> pray that he's good. You have fans yelling at you because you don't throw to their receiver that they had in the draft that week? Or no, what? I used to have fans yelling at me because of fantasy points. And I was like, nah, it's fantasy football, bud. It's not what I get paid to do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I helped you out. Took 10 minutes of your time for the 4 o'clock hour. So hey, thanks for you that, You are man. very welcome. Thanks I will have that. a alcohol. Not, um, I will have a beverage fridge in here. <laughs> I'll have a beverage fridge <laughs> in here for everybody, for energy drinks and water, and Dr. Pepper for the curse. Top to the hell, yeah. I appreciate it, guys. That's Bo Levi Mitchell. It's the Bo Show every Tuesday. Next week, though, it is moving to Wednesday because of the Labor Day game being on Monday. We're pushing it back to Wednesday to accommodate the CFL quarterback. Pool tables, hot tubs, patio furniture, and much, much more. Five locations in Calgary, Cross Iron Mills, and Red Deer. Go to smlentertainment.com for details. They bring you the Bow Show every Tuesday here on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. We are live in the Basement Systems downtown studio. Headlines coming up next as Riley. Hopefully the headlines are better than your music selection. All that and more as we continue right here on Sportsnet 960 The Fan.